Welcome to the Life Success Legacy Podcast. We're glad you're here, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, thanks for joining us again for our uh, next podcast that we have. My name is Chris Bay, uh, part of the team at Life Success and Legacy. And uh, again, we have Mike Everett, the founder of Life Success and Legacy, giving me the peace sign across the desk here. Um, this this topic today, I personally love because I think it is um, it, it just opens up all kinds of possibilities and could really really bless families. And that topic is family banking, and we're talking about generational banking. So um, when we talk about that, Mike, ever kind of give a picture of what we're talking about when you think about how a family is structured and maybe how they traditionally think about you know financing their expenses in life, and then how that can transition to when they take ownership of banking within the family. Well, if you just think about banking in general, um, we get paid on Friday. And what do we do? We have the, our paychecks deposited in the bank. And then on Saturday morning, we sit down with our big stack of bills and we pay our house, our cars, our credit cards, and so on. Mm-hmm. And so part of the whole idea of the infinite banking concept is to change the wind current in a individual or a family's life. Mm-hmm. So uh, part of the way that that is done is tapping into their pool and showing them how to get rid of what we call outside debt. And then anybody who's listened to some of our podcasts have understood what outside debt and inside debt is. Um, so um, family and generational banking. Mm -hmm. Um, So as we help families think through that, most of us have just struggled from paycheck to paycheck. And what we want to do is we want to create a way to where not only mom and dad, but the next generation has a way to get rid of that outside debt as well. Whether it be starting out with um, a credit card debt or a car debt And moving on from there, whether it be a a small business loan or even the children's mortgage. Yeah. Well, when I think about, um, you know, outside debt, just to redefine that, that's outside debt that we are paying, making payments and losing interest to, to somebody else. Inside debt can either be when we shift that debt to our side of the fence Mm -hmm. And we own the debt or someone in the family owns the debt. Correct. Those payments are now coming to either us or someone in the family, including the interest. And then you get to reuse that money. Let me give, um, again, just for the, the listeners, I have a background in education. So I love you know learning about um, history and, and uh, topics like that. There was, uh, back in the early 1900s, an area down by Tulsa, Oklahoma, that was called Black Wall Street. And if you think about the early 1900s and what race relations looked like during that time period, there was very separation going on, right? Mm -hmm. Well, Black Wall Street was an African-American community that had very successful business owners, doctors, lawyers, etc. The reason that they were so successful and became known as Black Wall Street was they figured out when you cycle those dollars within your community and you want to keep them within your community as long as you possibly can without letting them leak out, that benefits everyone. 
If we fast forward to today, a lot of people are familiar with the concept of buy local. Mm -hmm. You want to buy local because you want to support your local business person, right? Well, it's the same concept. We're keeping those dollars cycling within the community. So now what happens if we apply those concepts that Black Wall Street figured out and buying local supports? What if we bring that to a family structure? What does that look like? Well, basically, uh, when you start to think about who, who has the money in the family, it's usually the older generation. Um, they've, they've raised their kids, they've got them through college, they've kicked them out the door. And uh, now all of a sudden, and I'll just use my example, <laughs> um, my daughter, who is our youngest, was the uh, last one to move out. And when you start to think about females, what all goes on with that? Well, we've got hair, we've got makeup, we've got car insurance, health insurance, we've got their social schedule, we've got all of the different things that go along with that. And when my daughter moved out, I got a $1,500 a month raise. <laughs> and uh, oh my goodness, it was just like, all of a sudden I had money. Well, now all of a sudden, because of the infinite banking concept, I had a place to park that money. Mm -hmm. So as I was building some additional wealth with that, those dollars plus my income, it gave me an opportunity to start to think, how can I change the wind current in my kids' lives? Mm -hmm. So the first thing I did was, my son had a car mortgage and I turned around and I, I said, hey, how about if I loan you the money and you go pay off your car. And so he said, well, what are we going to do here? And I said, well, uh, we're going to create a loan document mm -hmm. just like you did when you borrowed the money on the car. And then you're going to, instead of make your monthly payments to Nissan Motor Credit, you're going to make them to mom and dad. Right. It's pretty simple stuff. So all of a sudden we started doing that and it took all the pressure off of him it really didn't create any different pressure on me, but now all of a sudden, I get dollars available to then replenish into my IBC policy from a loan that I took out from the policy to pay off his car loan. And what's interesting is, so, so your son or your daughter are making payments to you, so you have taken that outside debt that that those payments and that interest was leaking out to a to a third entity. Yeah. Now those dollars are flowing back to you, and let's just go down the road when they need to replace that vehicle or they need to do a down payment on a house. Whose dollars are you loaning them again? I'm loaning them their dollars. That's right. <laughs> it's not my dollars. It's their dollars that have been redeposited back into the life insurance policy so that we can reuse them again. Yeah, isn't that great? It's pretty amazing. Yeah, so we had the opportunity to um, do a private boot camp for some dear friends and clients of ours here in the, in the uh, Kansas area. And um, we had four generations in the room, which is really cool. And it, the, the, if we're going up in generation, you've got the great-grandchildren, you've got the grandchildren, you've got the children, and then the, the oldest generation. Right. Well, the, the middle, the children, which are, you know, adults in their 50s, let's say, um, they were clients of ours. 
And what they they wanted to do is start to introduce this concept of family banking to the generation above them mm-hmm. as well as the generations below. And what happened was the oldest generation started to figure out that they're sitting on assets that aren't doing very much for them. But if they started using those assets and loaning them to the younger generations who are financing all kinds of things, business expenses, cars, homes, etc., education, if they started loaning dollars to the younger generation and paying off their debt, and then the younger generation then turns those payments back to the oldest generation, the oldest generation's um, cash flow increased dramatically. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. We actually designed a plan for this family, and over an eight-year period, by in, by turning all those outside payments back into the family, we saved them $400,000 just in interest over an eight-year mm. period. Is banking profitable? Everybody ought to be in it. Everybody ought to be doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody ought to be doing it. So that's pretty powerful, that whole idea of banking within the family. To take it next level out, uh, next level up, uh, there's a book out there that some of you may have read and come across. It's called What Would the Rockefellers Do? And what they do is they take this even to another level. And this is generation after generation after generation. What happened was the Rockefellers, what they did is they created a trust based on their values. And those, thing, those may be things like you know education, starting businesses, the arts, whatever it is. And the idea was when a, let's say a great-grandchild wants to borrow money from the trust for college. When that great-grandchild borrows money from the trust, does the trust have an insurable interest in that great-grandchild? They do. So the trust then can take out a whole life insurance policy, an IBC policy, on that great-grandchild. And whether that child pays back the loan or not, that trust is replenished when that great-grandchild passes away because of the death benefit. Mm -hmm. So what happens with that trust is it not only just maintains, but it actually grows over generations. Mm -hmm. Pretty amazing concept. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm using uh, this concept with my daughter, uh, who is now a freshman in college, and uh, we're actually using her um, policy that she started. We started on her probably seven, eight years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's Nelson calls this book the infinite banking concept. We are only limited by our imagination of all the ways that mm-hmm. you can utilize this. And family banking is just one more example. So, Mike, thanks for joining me. Um, we want to, again, uh, direct you to our website at lifesuccesslegacy.com. There are lots of resources there. You can check out more podcasts. Um, we have books, um, lot, lots of things that you can learn. And again, uh, if you're just curious and you just want to talk to us, give us a shout. You can email us or call us, and we'd love to talk to you about your life, your situation, what your dreams are. Thanks again. Uh, Chris Bay here for Life Success Legacy. We'll look forward to our next podcast.